Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. We'll all be flying higher than a jetliner. And if you want a little bang in your yin there's no evidence to support the allegations that my father was financially involved in my business because it did not happen. Thank you all for being here. I'm just going to ask the press to step out so we can begin our briefing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Mr. President, Mr. President, should your son have defied the subpoena? Did you watch? Did you watch? Freedom is back in style. Welcome to the revolution. Yeah, we're coming to your city. Gonna play our guitars and sing you a country song. Sean Hannity. The new, the new Sean Hannity Show. More behind-the-scenes information on breaking news. And more bold, inspired solutions for America. All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Write down our toll-free telephone number. It's 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the uh, program. Uh, oh, I, I saw this great news in the Wall Street Journal today. Joe Biden, you know, he's pulling out all the stops to get, what, another $60 billion for Ukraine. Now, Ukraine and now Israel have one thing in common. Joe is not allowing them and is fighting against them using strategies to actually win the war. Now, I just have a rule. We'll call it the Hannity Doctrine. If you are going to engage or help others engaging in a war, you must have as his ultimate goal, victory. Victory at all costs. Blood, toil, tears, and sweat. What is our aim? Say it in one word against this monstrous tyranny. Victory. Victory at all costs. That's what the answer needs to be. 
What did we see with the 80 some odd billion that the that this country has given to Ukraine in their effort? By the way, my heart goes out to the Ukrainian people. Don't think that anybody here is under any delusion about who Vladimir Putin is uh, or trust Vladimir Putin. He is a murdering dictator thug. And a lot of this is happening because he saw weakness on the world stage when Joe Biden became president. I believe all of that. And he's abdicated. Joe Biden has America's role on the world stage as being the leader of the free world. And as a consequence of projecting such weakness and being so weak, uh, this is the type of, of thing that you can expect. That's why China's been acting the way they've been acting. That's why the Iranian mullahs are acting the way they've been acting. Uh, that's why uh, I believe a lot of bad things have been happening around the world. Anyway, so Joe's pulling out all the stops to get Congress to approve a $60 billion in new funding for the Ukraine war while actually blocking the shipment of small arms to Israel. Now, as part of this all-encompassing bill, they were going to give another $60 billion to Ukraine on top of the $80 billion that they've already given Ukraine. Uh, they were going to only give $14 billion to Israel. And meanwhile, they are in a fight for their survival. Uh, and they are our biggest ally in the Middle East, strategically very, very important for our national security. And then they wanted to give money to Taiwan based on the hostile maneuverings of China and clearly their geopolitical uh, ambitions on, on display for the whole world to see. But we find out now, as he wants to get the $60 billion for Ukraine approved on top of the $80 billion that you've already paid, now the administration is holding back a shipment of more than 27,000 U.S.-made rifles that were intended for Israel's national police over concerns that they can end up being transferred to extremist Israeli settlers in the West Bank. So, Joe, you know, I mean, there are conditions with everything. So Joe gives money to Zelensky, gives money to Ukraine, but vetoes Poland's ability when they offer 28 MiGs so that they can also combat Russia in an air war as well at the beginning of the conflict. And then, of course, he's telling uh, Ukraine what weapons they can't use. Now he's lecturing Israel on how they're supposed to fight the war and that they've got to minimize civilian casualties and collateral damage which everybody would want but i can't think of a country that has done more to warn the people in gaza to get out or else they will die they were leaflets were dropped repeatedly cell phones were pinged repeatedly the message went out they actually gave them the safe zones that they could go to where they would not be at risk of getting hit and yet still, if there are any innocent people in Gaza, that is only because the terrorist group Hamas, the same people that took all the aid money and built a network of hundreds and hundreds of miles of underground tunnels, uh, the same people that built their headquarters underneath hospital, hospital, the big one of their biggest hospitals, the same people that like to fire rockets from schools and, and hospitals and use uh, the, peop the Palestinian people as human shields, um, yeah, they're the ones that are responsible for any of the deaths that take place. Israel does have the right to defend itself. They do have a right to self-defense. They were the victim of the worst terror attack in their country's history. And as a result, 
you know, now they're getting lectured by Joe Biden on how they ought, ought to fight the war. And I don't even think that Joe Biden has a clue what that today is Thursday for crying out loud. The political coverage. The, that, look. Um, some of the political players and some of the. Let me ask a rhetorical question. No, anyways. I want to talk to people today. If you want to call in and you want to vote for that guy, I really need to pick your brain because there's something wrong with your brain if you don't think this guy is cognitively compromised. Um, call us. We'll put a special lineup just, you know, for this first hour. If people think that Joe Biden is cognitively healthy, give us a call. Um, now, you got to leave the lines open. Otherwise, we'll clean the lines right now. If you believe that Joe is is completely with it and not cognitively compromised and not having a significant decline, call us. It's 800-941-SEAN. If you can't figure out what the Sean part is, it's 800-941-7326. Not that hard to figure out. Even Linda's surprised because I never give out that part of the number. Amazing. I know what the number of the show is after, you know, all these, you know, years in, in radio. Amazing feat on my part. Uh, but anyway, so that's what they, they've decided to do. Um, back to where we were yesterday, and that is the impeachment inquiry. President Biden calling it the impeachment inquiry vote by every Republican in the House, uh, which to me was the right thing to do uh, by a long shot. A baseless political stunt. This is not a political stunt. And, you know, I'm not going to go over chapter and verse everything that I've been telling you uh, that we have in terms of Joe Biden's lies and Joe Biden's involvement. I, I think some of it is worth going over again. I think the evolution of a false narrative is is something that should concern everybody. Now, remember, if this was Donald Trump, things would be handled very, very differently. You know, because what we and I had on last night on TV, I had Jim Jordan, I had James Comer and I had Jason Smith on and all three had the important committees that are looking into the Biden family syndicate. And what you have is Hunter Biden trying to portray himself yesterday as a victim, you know, but this is the Joe Biden. And I, I played the montage yesterday, you know, Hunter carefully claiming that his dad was not financially involved. Remember? in his alleged foreign influence peddling, uh, a change in what was previous denials. Now, words mean things. And when Joe Biden said as a candidate, and many times as president, and even recently, that in a, he never once discussed with his son or his brother, or anyone else for that matter, anything having to do with their foreign businesses, he said that over and over and over again. That's very different than from what Hunter was saying yesterday that he wasn't financially involved. Now, why did the story keep why does the story keep changing? You know, how did it evolve into Joe Biden saying that he wasn't given tens of millions of dollars from foreign entities that was totally discredited? Well, it turns out that he was given tens of millions of dollars from foreign countries. Uh, so the story has to change. The president was never in business with his son. That was another excuse. That was another evolution of a lie. My father was not financially involved in my business. 
uh, is the latest one. And all of this is the direct result of what it is that the committees, the House Ways and Means Committee with Jason Smith, the House Oversight Committee with James Comer, the House Judiciary Committee with Jim Jordan. It's only because of the evidence that they have been accumulating, the interviews that they have been doing, that the big lie keeps getting exposed over and over and over and over again. There was a New York Post editorial today makes this very point. Hunter Biden moved the goalpost once again on his central question of his father's role in this global influence peddling business. You know, from the very first time that I heard Joe Biden and I saw that tape of Joe Biden and he's bragging, he was speaking before the Council of Foreign Relations and he said, you know, it was that Ukraine and, and, you know, I told him, you're not getting the billion dollars. You're not getting it. I got the tape standing by. This is what he said. I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. Said, "No, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. And I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a <laughs> got fired. And they put in place someone who was solid. So, the, you know, the, he's bragging that he leveraged the billion dollars. What he's not telling you there, which we've been able to discover since that tape emerged a long time ago, uh, but I always said in the beginning, I said, boy, doesn't it seem odd and strange that a vice president would leverage a billion dollars in Ukraine to get a Ukrainian prosecutor fired? Uh, isn't it strange that the prosecutor was investigating the very company that his son sat on the board of? Isn't it strange? And, and as we get more information that this this Ukrainian oil giant is hiring uh, at the time an admitted drug addict and alcoholic uh, that has no experience by his own admission in energy, oil, gas, coal or Ukraine itself. Isn't it odd that 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 all of that just happened? Does anyone really believe that that in any way is just a coincidence? Because I keep hearing these idiots on TV. I mean, the people in television news in particular, you have some of the dumbest idiots on the air. And I don't watch them very often because I can't really take very much of it. I mean, I'd rather watch a, a Bugs Bunny cartoon. I'll, it's, a, it's a lot. I'll, I'll learn a lot more than I would from any of these other TV shows. But they're so rabidly political and dishonest because they all call themselves journalists. They're not journalists. They're talk show hosts, and they'll do everything and anything to defend the Bidens. I mean, that's the bottom line. And anyway, so why would a vice president leverage a billion dollars? Well, his son sat on the board, and his son was also being investigated. And what they're not telling you is in October of 2015, the year that that Joe leveraged that billion dollars, in October it became official Obama administration policy after an interagency um, debate, if you will, and, and and investigation, that in fact Ukraine had made enough progress on the issue of corruption that they would go ahead with the billion in loan guarantees. Okay, that's that's October of 2015. Fast forward to December of 2015. 
five days before Joe Biden goes to Ukraine to give them the billion in loan guarantees, among other business that he might have had there. He gets a call from his son, Hunter, and Hunter is in Dubai. Hunter is with two Burisma executives. Those executives are panicked. They need D.C. help desperately. And they get on the phone with Joe Biden, the same Joe Biden that said he never discussed uh, the farm business deals of his son. And then he leveraged the billion dollars. Son of a B, the guy gets fired. And as a result of Joe's actions, official actions as vice president, Hunter Biden continues to get paid for a job in which he has no experience. What is so hard about putting that together? Are you telling me that if the name was Donald Trump vice president or Donald Trump president and that the name was not Hunter Biden, but it was Don Jr. or Eric Trump or Ivanka Trump or Tiffany Trump or Barron Trump, that there wouldn't be a different media reaction to all this? We all know the truth of this. This is not complicated, but the media wants there's no evidence. There's no proof. There's no evidence. Anytime you hear any commentator or read anything like that, just know the person either saying it or writing it is a complete idiot because they don't know what they're talking about. Because to anybody with an ounce of common sense, you know what's going on here. 800-941-SHAWN, a toll-free number. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, is that that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. 
Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what do, is that? Is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, 800 Sean is our number. Um, oh, apparently there's this little twerp that works, I guess, in the White House Counsel's Office. I, You know, why would the White House Counsel's Office be after Sean Hannity? And commenting, apparently, you know, is obsessed with the fact that I'm covering the Hunter Biden story. Huntering, well, actually covering the Joe Biden bribery and money laundering scandal allegations. Why would he be obsessed with that? I mean, we'll get to that. Remember Joe Biden said the people that defy the January 6th committee subpoenas should be held criminally accountable? I hope that the committee goes after them and uh, holds them accountable. Should they be prosecuted by the Justice Department? I do, yes. They should be prosecuted. Hear that, Hunter? All right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. I'll forget it if you want. Okay. Uh, Anyway, a reminder, our friends at Hillsdale College, wishing you and yours a very happy, very blessed Christmas and a healthy and prosperous New Year. Now, since Hillsdale's founding in 1844, they have taught their students by precept and by example, the teachings and the practices of the Christian faith. 
Now, the college continues this mission in its classrooms and nationwide through their educational outreach efforts. And Hillsdale College is free to pursue learning and character, faith and freedom uh, in all that they do because of supporters like you. You make that happen and you allow them to refuse every single penny. They don't take a penny from any government agency, by the way, not even indirectly in the form of uh, federal student grants and loans. So this Christmas, our friends at Hillsdale, they want to say thank you uh, for your kindness towards the college. They have prepared a very special video that features the their sacred music choir singing Oh Little Town of Bethlehem in their beautiful Christ Chapel at the heart of the campus. Uh, you can see it uh, when you go to Sean for Hillsdale.com. That's S-E-A-N-F-O-R Hillsdale.com. And you can see and hear the choir and view many of the other resources that can help you celebrate the season. It's going to be uplifting. It'll be inspiring. That's Sean, S-E-A-N-F-O-R Hillsdale.com. So it's kind of interesting to me. Um, I don't know this this little twerp who works in the White House Counsel's Office. Now, what's the White House Counsel's Office? That's the president's attorneys. That is where the president gets legal advice. And they got this spokesperson person, this guy by the name of Ian Sams. Apparently he's, being on, being, apparently he's on TV. Now, I did have my television show uh, reach out to him, and uh, so far we have not heard back from him. I'm not sure why. Um, because he is the spokesperson for the White House Counsel's Office. Um, does it make you a little bit suspicious that why would the White House Counsel Office spokesperson or the White House Counsel's Office or Joe Biden's lawyers be so interested in Sean Hannity and letting their little propagandist, you know, spokesperson, twerp person uh, tweet out, they can't answer talking about our guests on last night. That would be Jim Jordan and James Comer and Jason Smith. Uh, they can't answer because there isn't an answer. It is an impeachment about nothing. Really? It's an impeachment about nothing. They, they aren't pursuing anything real. They're just using it as a political stunt to go places like, uh, to go to places like Hannity to relentlessly attack a good and honorable man with lies. I think they're talking about, are they talking about Hunter or are they talking about Joe? Because both of them were not exactly honorable uh in my humble opinion i'm allowed to still have opinions in this country right okay um anyway uh but we know that he says mr sam's the good and honorable man that wouldn't acknowledge their own daughter and granddaughter is that the is that the is that the same biden family linda correct me if i'm wrong did hunter deny the paternity of his own what now five-year-old daughter uh, for a long time, and didn't he recently go to court? And this is a guy that, in the in this latest round of of criminal charges that have been brought against him, uh, that was leaving living this extravagant lifestyle and spending a fortune on you know things like hookers, expensive homes, um, uh, drugs, and 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 the like, uh, but wanted his child payments reduced significantly. I believe that's the same guy, right, Linda? That's, that's I mean, uh, last time I checked, he is just a starving artist. And la- He's struggling. And, well, paint by numbers, portraits of a crack addict. Now, is this the the same person? Um, I'm, I'm just wondering, is this the same father or grandfather in this case that wouldn't acknowledge his own granddaughter and last Christmas, if I recall, 
Uh, they had stockings for every grandchild except for the grandchild down in Arkansas. That's the same family. And only because Hunter gave Joe permission does he now even acknowledge that he has this granddaughter. But let's be clear. This is a man who's handled by the Easter Bunny. Exactly. Man, exactly. exactly. Just putting it out there. You know, you can put it all out there. Um, so I'm trying to understand. We have the, this new report out of Politico claiming Biden is frustrated and anxious about his son's legal woes. I think he ought to be worried about his own legal woes. And lashing out, apparently, according to Politico, to White House aides, blasting the Attorney General Merrick Garland, who's been doing nothing but protecting him. I'm not sure why he's blasting Merrick Garland and allowing his son to be charged with a crime. Because there's a dual system of justice. This is what the Bidens are used to. Remember, David Weiss was not going to charge, according to reports, Hunter, at all. Then, of course, we had whistleblowers come out, and that killed that plan. And then plan B was the sweetheart deal. And that got killed by the Delaware judge that asked the prosecution if they've ever seen a case like this before in their career. Uh, and the answer was no, because they had buried deep within the, the gun uh, uh, provision agreement, uh, plea agreement, uh, the part about uh, not getting any jail time and stuff like that. Anyway, there's also deep panic. The president's about the president's looming impeachment inquiry. They can say all they want that this doesn't bother them. Trust me, they are in full combat mode, as evidenced last night by this little twerp uh, spokesperson for the White House Counsel's Office talking about me and my guests and my show and the people that have accumulated so much information that they got the impeachment inquiry that, frankly, they needed because the White House wouldn't cooperate. Um, anyway, so... In a rant purportedly written by Joe Biden, uh, uh, the president's accusing Republicans of attacking me with lies instead of doing their job on the urgent work that needs to be done. They're choosing to waste time on this baseless political stunt. It's not baseless. Apparently, House Republicans struck a nerve. And so this twerp, Ian Sams, was extremely busy on X last night, formerly known as Twitter. And he pointed out that House Republican leaders aren't pursuing anything real. They're just using it as a political stunt to go to places like Hannity to relentlessly attack a good, honorable man with lies. Um, Mr. Sams, I would like to invite you on this radio program. I'd like to give you three hours. Oh, that's some Merry Christmas to the audience. <laughs> well, if, he's, if, he, if he wants to defend the president, I've got a lot of questions for him. I'd like Mr. Sams to come on. So and this is your this last question. day, and you leave us with Ian Sams. What's the matter with you? Well, I'm not saying he's going to. Is this host like the coal show. for America? Well, when I get back from vacation, it's my long. Oh, yeah, my, yeah. I get one long vacation a year. You're the one that constantly complains and moans and groans that I don't oh, take any yeah, vacation. Oh yeah, I'm complaining all the time. Oh, you yelled at me the other day when I when I was supposed to be off, and I called in. It was the day after Hunter was what arrested. Would you call it yelling? What would you? How would you describe? Gentle it? abrasion. Okay. So, you know, very few people seem to believe that Joe is a good and honorable person, number one, um, and his disgraceful conduct surrounding the Biden brand. And I've got a lot of questions to ask this guy. I've got a ton of questions. I've, I've got a lot of questions about what the whistleblowers had to say. I got a lot of questions about, you know, why Hunter made all of this money without any experience. I'd like to understand why, as a vice president, Joe Biden went along uh you know went and 
leveraged a billion taxpayer dollars that resulted in his son continuing to get paid for a job he had no experience in. I want to know why Joe Biden lied to the nation that he said he never once spoke to his son or brother or anybody for that matter about their foreign business dealings. You know, I would like to know about Joe's lies about his past employment, his, his, his grades in law school, his trips on Amtrak, his own son's death that he lied about, his, you know, his other son, his actions after 9-11 that he lied about, his role in the civil rights movement that he didn't tell the truth about, his house getting destroyed by fire that never happened. It was a, a, a small fire, tiny fire, his non-existent arrest in South Africa that he lied about, the number of grandchildren in his family. I got a lot of questions for Biden, the big guy. You know, so I would like to invite Mr. Sams and offer him an opportunity to come on the program and answer questions about all of this. Now, I asked earlier if any liberals wanted to call in and tell me the great success of Joe Biden. We got a couple. Can't believe we found him, but we did. We even found one in the free state of Florida. Dennis, how are you, Dennis? Glad you called, sir. John, I'll do my best not to be a twerp, and I'm far from a, I'm far from a liberal. I'll get right to it. There is no hard, concrete, or at this point, provable evidence against Joe. And let me finish. It is all circumstantial and inferential. And if you, there is no hard proof. How do you describe what they have found direct payments? Hunter Biden implicates his own father, backed up by bank statements that was found by the committee and payments to Joe Biden. And Hunter saying he gave half his income to Pops. Uh, emails between Eric Sherwin and Hunter. There are emails now we know we learned last week between Sherwin and Joe Biden himself about paying for Joe's home repairs. That's money that came in from the Biden family enterprise. Would that not be him benefiting financially? Sean. I asked you a question. Would that be him benefiting financially? But which, by the way, doesn't even require the bribery statute does not even require that. If he takes official actions as vice president and anybody in his family benefits financially, that fits the statute. You know that. Of course. Yes. Okay, so when he fired the prosecutor and Hunter continued to get paid a lot of money, millions of dollars for a job he admits he had no experience in, uh, you don't find that as evidence? Sean, no, this is not about uh, Hunter Biden. This is about Joe. Um, But Joe Biden took the action to fire the prosecutor investigating the company paying his son. And after that, after that prosecutor was fired, his son continued to be enriched. Then, as Levin said last night, I am asking you, when Joe Biden fired the prosecutor against Obama administration policy and his son gets enriched for a job he admits he has no experience for, what do you call it? What what, what do you mean? What do I call it? That's called evidence. I call the I call the Shell Corporation's evidence. I'd like to know why can't the Biden family produce uh, what services they rendered for the tens of millions of dollars. Do you not find that odd? Of course I find it odd, but that's Hunter, not Joe. No, Joe took the actions in the case of Burisma. Does it concern you that Hunter is saying, I'm sitting here next to my father and you didn't fulfill your obligation and between everybody he knows and my ability to hold a grudge, you're going to regret it. And within a, a number of days, $5 million from a Chinese oil conglomerate uh, five ends up in one of their their company accounts. Now, do you think somebody with no experience like Hunter and Joe sitting next to him, according to his own son? Do you think that sounds does that implicate his own father? No. Can that be introduced at evidence at a trial, sir? 
Sean, let- can that be introduced at evidence as a tr- at a trial? Yes or no? Sure, sure. Yeah, of course. Okay. It, can it be introduced at evidence at a trial when his son implicates his own father and says he gives half his income to Pops and he has emails back and forth with the financial head of the company saying, which account should we pay uh, for Pops home repairs on? Does that mean he benefited as well? It means he benefited, Sean. Let me let me finish, please. I listen to you every night. I listen to Mark Levin's segment, which is always dynamic. What was his first two articles? It wasn't about, it was about the border. It wasn't about this uh, bribery stuff. There is no hard evidence. Otherwise, Comer, Smith, and Jordan would have come up with it. Not to say they won't find it later on during their investigation when they get that piece of excrement. I just disagree with you. I think there's plenty of evidence. And I just named some of it for you. You just don't won't acknowledge it. And not acknowledging it doesn't make it go away. I think that's evidence. I would say that is an overwhelming abundance of evidence. Uh, but I appreciate the call. Uh, Steve in Connecticut, another liberal. What's up, Steve the liberal? How are you? Hey, Sean. Thanks for having me on the show. I've uh, been listening to your show since I was 11 years old. Oh, wow. Thank, th- thank you for listening. And you're a liberal. What happened? What did I do wrong? <laughs> Oh, well, uh, only ri- liberal on the national level. Uh, you know, it, it, it goes by every election, as you know. Like, you you know about the candidates in the election, you vote accordingly. But as for the national election, I uh, last time I voted for Joe Biden. And uh, your question was, you know, is he cognitively fit? You know, are we seeing results? And I think uh, as far as the infrastructure deal goes and uh, the, the CHIPS Act, uh, those are you know, paying real dividends and will for a while for our generation, and it had to be done. And uh, I think that, that those two particular victories, um, um, among others, have uh, you know, given him a mandate to be able to run in 2024. Do you think he is cognitively fit? I do. I do. You know, may, maybe he's not able to cut it up in conversation, and the, the man has had... I want to play. No, not that one. The 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 Joe Biden type. The, the political coverage. The, that look. Um, some of the political players and some of the. Uh, let me ask a rhetorical question. Now, I could play tapes from almost every day. The guy's mumbling, bumbling, stumbling, doesn't seem to know where he is, doesn't know whether to exit stage left or stage right. You really, you're going to tell this audience you think he is cognitively fit to be president. That's your, that's your official liberal position. With the, with the background music especially, so I don't know exactly. Okay, you, but you watch the president every day. Are you not seeing a significant cognitive decline, or do you think he's cognitively fit to be president? Do you really believe that? I, I do, Sean. And it, honestly, it's not about uh, him having a gap in a speech. It's about what legislative results come out of his administration, and they have been victories for my young generation. I was asking a very specific. You call it victories for your... But let me tell you something. When they passed Social Security and Medicare, they didn't think uh, that that money was supposed to be kept in a lockbox. It's headed towards insolvency. What happened to the promise of Joe Biden and Obama on Obamacare? Didn't they say, keep your doctor, keep your plan, and save, on an average, a family $2,500 a year? Did they say that? 
Honestly, I have private insurance through my... I didn't ask you. Did they make that promise? Did they make the promise, yes or no? It's a yes or no question. I'm, I'm, I, yeah, he did say that. And did it turn out to be a false promise? I'm not sure because I don't have that provider. So. Okay, well, it's not a matter of a provider. I can tell you that millions lost their doctors and plans, and the average person is paying 200% plus more. So those are the facts. This is scary. This is why we need every conservative to vote. Anyone with a brain needs to vote. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. All right, John Solomon with some breaking news. When we come back later on, Riley Gaines will join us, and we'll get to your calls, 800-941-SEAN, as we continue. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. Stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.